welcome to the EFTM Formula One podcast. Connor McNally, Harry Tucker, Trevor Long with you after the unnamed, stupid named Grand Prix at Imola uh, in Italy, which could have been ridiculously boring, given that all the drivers said this is an awesome track, really exciting, and all the uh, pundits were saying, Harry, but it could be quite processional. Well, to be fair, up until like the last 10 laps, I was convinced this was going to be the worst race of the season. I was preparing, Connor, for um, a whole opening gambit here where we talked about how this was going to be the shortest podcast ever because <laughs> it was potentially the most boring race ever. There was a lot of you know concerns that you know essentially there was uh, not much going on, and it was. To be fair, again, this is Formula 1's problem in 2020. Some really exciting things have happened, yeah. but they mask the processional nature of this event. We had, and we'll go through the the chronology of it, but essentially Max Verstappen followed Valtteri Bottas for lap after lap after lap, despite having, when it was proven, a faster car. Yes. The inability to get close enough to just get DRS, and we worked out, Harry, pretty quick that DRS needed to be, you needed to be within about 0.6 or less uh, at that last turn uh, before you could, you know, take advantage of DRS. That That's a bit of a problem. Yeah, we saw we saw Max get, he was about, what, average, I reckon, about 0.8 behind uh, Valtteri for probably 15 laps before anything happened. And the only reason he got close then was because Valtteri sort of came off a bit and, and gave him that room to get through. But not only that, Valtteri had an issue that he caused himself on the second yeah. lap where he actually damaged the undertray of his car. Toto, you blokes were just taking a mini break there, but Toto just said to the TV commentary team and some random dude from Mercedes is up on the podium, why wouldn't Toto go up for the... Seventh World Championship, but anyway, Mercedes won. They won the World Championship again. Good luck to them. Toto, Toto <laughs> described the part visually, and it looked like he was saying fifty centimeters by about forty centimeters. He ran over a part of a car, and it was stuck in the underfloor of the car. I think stuck. we would have seen that. Like we seriously, have, we would have seen it on a replay upon replay upon. I'm replay. calling nine eleven conspiracy yeah, theory yeah. here. We did not oh. see a single camera shot, a single camera shot of the left hand side of Valtteri's car. And we still we still haven't seen it in Park Vermeer. There's no proof of it. Whatsoever. They need their poster boy to be number one for the seventh uh, for the seventh title. Yeah, I'm calling it now. It, it's it's a bit weird. Um, we'll talk about how uh, Lewis won the race. He's just changed his mask. In a minute. Yeah, Toto was wearing a black mask, and now he's wearing uh, oh, their new mask. They uh, say they've got seven. a seven on them. Yeah. They've got celebratory masks made up yeah, in the if in the that's Patronus. Twenty twenty summed up. That's true, actually. You know, you like the Dodgers win the World Championship and they've got hats and shirts and these blokes got, and they're <laughs> using the medical mask. blue masks. Yep. These blokes are ready with a, a celebratory mask. Bloody hell, that's quite amazing. So, um, you know, the, the grid looked pretty good for, for Daniel in fifth. Um, uh, for, for Mercedes, you know, up the front as always. And there was a lot of hope that Max would do well. Mm. It was a pretty exciting first Couple kilometer? of laps. <laughs> um, maybe a couple of laps, you could say. Essentially, Bottas got a great start. Hamilton seemed to get bogged down, as Martin described, in that second phase, which let Max get past him. So you've got Mercedes separated by the uh, the Red Bull. Gasly did really well to avoid... Mm. And no, it wasn't that Lewis That was great fault. on that, that replay when we saw him there. That was millimetres that he avoided that. You know, so Lewis is essentially battling with Max. And you, absolutely nothing against Lewis's driving at this point. He was battling with <laughs> Max. Point, yeah. But he, he came out uh, to essentially take the racing line. And Pierre could have easily, you know, stayed there, been knocked out, knocked them both out, which would have made us a lot of money. Um, it would have. Uh, unfortunately, our sports bet accounts didn't go as well as they could have, but they did do okay. Um, and and Pierre literally backed out and then and then went again. But he had a really good start, really good start. Mm. Daniel up into fourth. 
um, because Pierre was unable to get that kind of that drive through after uh, after Hamilton, and um, Stroll in the back drop of the first uh, three corners or so um, clips Albon. His whole half the front wing goes, um, and you know that's about as exciting as the first lap got. Pretty much for Lance, yeah, he dropped well down the field. In fact, there was an issue for for Lance on the grid Tr- prior to that. They actually changed steering racks just twenty five minutes before the race starts. So, you know, it it didn't bode well for Lance. Let's face it. You know, he had a pretty poor qualifying session, and we're watching Fox Sports right now. I'm really happy for Danny. He if he doesn't though. do a shoey up there now, that we oh, yeah, fucking big drama. Yeah, absolutely. While we're watching the podium, I will say, and, and Harry, I think you missed it in the pre-show because you're always a late arrival. You know, really. Really timing it up to the up to the start. Um, the the trophy well, is one problem. is potentially magnificent here. It's yeah. um it's the shape of the track, which is not uncommon, but it's a carbon fibre uh, mould of the track with a the beautiful metal actual track circuit. But on the they've then in, inside the metal, which is kind of risen, is it like a gold map of the track? But at the point where Senna's crash was, there's like a diamond or something, a really nice little jewel. Point. Oh, it's nice. just a really nice touch. To pay that respect to um, to Ayrton and, and the history of the circuit, so I thought that was a really nice touch on the trophy. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. Dan is yes. taking his shoe off. He's taking off the shoe. <laughs> yeah, baby. Emptying, the, Emptying the out the crumb. excess uh, crumbs from his sole of his foot. <laughs> this is coronavirus killing stuff right here. Let's, yeah, let's do it, Dan. And any risk he's got, he, well, he won't be able to share it around because of COVID, right? Yep. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he's offering it. <laughs> he's offering it. Lewis is going to go it. Oh. Hang on. Hang Here on. Go. He's going to the other boot. <laughs> oh. Lewis has been on the record saying you can't, you, there's nothing to make me drink someone else's sweat juice. Here he goes. Oh, together. Oh, well, round of applause yeah. for Lewis. Lewis redemption arc happening. That, yes. this, is, this is the story of the. <laughs> he shook his head <laughs> like nothing before. You know what? Jesus Christ, Lewis, you, you, you just punch me down and then you lift me up. It's just, I can hate him so bad, but then something like that. That just makes we, me realise he's not a not a bad bloke after all. Let's it. just for the rest of the podcast, because of that, we won't shit on him. Oh, I can't guarantee that. Nah. Anyway. The next five minutes, anyway. Yeah, yeah, just, just for a bit, just for a bit. I'll, I'll time it now, and then we can go. Right, time's up. Let's shit on him again. But look, I said um, the first that was about the much of the first lap. And to be honest, that was about as much of the race uh, <laughs> until the last oh, ten well, laps. You're there telling was a, me that Ocon's retirement wasn't exciting. There was, yeah, there's a few other things. So uh, Vettel's in sixteenth, Leclerc's in sixth after just six laps. It's not a good look for Seb. Um, he's basically checked out of that team. I don't believe for a second that Ferrari as a team is causing that. I think he's literally just checked out. Oh, you said that, and then what about the what about the fucking pit stop though? Yeah, he did get hammered on the pit oh. stop. Bo- both rears, just terrible work by Can Ferrari. I, that's the other. I'm calling but, that conspiracy as well. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, I mate, if they wanted to consp- conspiracy, they'd give um, Leclerc new parts and wings and stuff. It's not what it's about. Well, they got their work Seb's experience lost guys it. on Seb's on passed car or it. I'll put it out there. Seb's passed it. That's Lance big, may that's do a, better than him last next year. That's a big call. If 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 Lance oh, if no. Lance is if Lance is better than no, next just year, for shits and giggles. If Lance is better than than Seb next year, then Go on. I'll eat my own hat. I'll 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 just yeah. I'll just eat my own hat. Well, uh, I mean, what would be the process of eating a hat? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, well, fried or stewed. Really I don't about know. That. No, well, what I, what I think's happened <laughs> is I'm not the first person by any means to to put this out there. Is mm. that obviously they've they've known that. 
Um, Seb is not going to be here next mm. year. Him and Leclerc have very different driving styles, and they've just built the car around Charles, and it doesn't yeah. work for Seb. Like that that's, feels like the most obvious. They've built a great car around Charles. Well, but they the have actually. They to, their, to their credit, if you look back to the first few races of the year when the power unit was clearly an issue, yada, 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 yeah. they've actually done very well given Charles's performance. Like, yeah. why are they going to spend any credits and time investing in making the car better for Seb when they know that he's not going to be there next year when they can't do anything else? Yeah. So they might as well do everything they can for Charles. So yeah. for those of us that um, love a flutter on the Formula One, our sports with accounts did get a workout in the last five minutes. Oh. Oh. Okay, I'm going to have to. Ex- I'm going to express here. I don't have an account. I need to set one up now. <laughs> well, I'll give you my referral. Just, just be, oh, oh, you get money for that? I think so. Oh, okay, done. Give, um, give me the referral. I'll give you money. You don't get money. He gets money. Yeah, I know. That's um, what I mean. He gets some like token uh, bonus. You know, I having such success last week with the uh, with the <laughs> oh, first first oh, team to retire. <laughs> I put pretty much money on every team, um, except Alpha Tauri, which was Pierre Gasly's team, which oh, ha- had to oh, retire wow. with a you terminal problem. Because I did, I did Gasly. In the top six, when well, I should have just done Alpha Tori in the top six. Spot on, because Kvyat ended up there. Oh. So Gasly retires, um, and then you've got a mixed strategies, obviously, as normal. Soft tyres, medium tyres out there. There's a flurry of pit stops, 16 laps in. Hard tyres immediately look real fast. Like, yep. I was looking at the times, because um, Harry and I follow the times pretty closely. Connor just follows the really in-depth social media team information. Mm. That's, so that's pit, your role here during the podcast. Individual make pit sure crew member names and things we, like that. Fucking, that was amazing. I've said to, because, uh, what was it? Um, Lance Strolls, just a complete dickhead, <laughs> ran almost ran over the, the, the jack person on the front of the car. And I said, oh, that wasn't as bad as the dude with Ferrari. And Connor says... Nigel Stepney. <laughs> back in Spain 2000. <laughs> Who knows that? that We're not laughing at Stepney's leg. We're laughing at your knowledge. (laughs) That's unprecedented knowledge. It's only matched by my mate, Ian, who I actually went to Imola with in 1994. I remember as a kid in school. I was born in 94. Fuck off you were. Were you really? I was. Fuck, now you make us feel old. What month? May. What What, day? May the what? The 27th. So you never saw Ian Centre race. You're not even fucking qualified to be here. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen you. I keep forgetting oh. that you're a little fucking kid. <laughs> Holy shit. Anyway, oh. my mate Ian, he could um f- the ma- the he could recite ma- the, the side of every Olympics. And I'm like, why would you need to know that? <laughs> this is the Trivia. same guy that helped you get Oscar's interview. Tr- true. I'll do it to his credit, yes. But <laughs> Honestly, it's just one of those things where you go, how do you have that knowledge? Anyway, we digress pretty yes, heavily. please. Um, so <laughs> Daniel uh, is just ahead of Leclerc who tried to undercut him. So Leclerc comes in a lap or two before Daniel. Those hards are really coming to their own. Daniel pits and is able to get out uh, just in front and hold Leclerc off it, to the point where actually Leclerc had a bit of a lockup mm. and nearly, honestly, nearly clipped Daniel's rear and put them both out with on the second to last I corner. I think you almost had a heart attack. Yeah. I, I may have... You know, had a little go the follow through. It was a bit of a problem. Bit of follow through. <laughs> <laughs> it was a real problem. Is. And then poor old. Then we then we get a side of. Then my real heart attack came when you have a side <laughs> of a, of a um, Renault on the side of the track, and you you have that immediate moment where you go, oh, okay, it's got it's got the yellow on the top. That's not Daniel. It takes you a few seconds to look. At, at which oh, car it is. I didn't even think to look. I could look at the, the numbers. I yeah. Sometimes I the, the numbers are hard to see, but I, I normally look at the mm. at the yellow, the two car. The, yeah, the, like the the hoop. On the yeah. roll bar, yeah. yeah. Yeah, or the camera. Um, so there's a virtual safety car for Ocon. Now, here's the best conspiracy of the whole race. 
I'm looking at the track map at this point. So, you know, the driver track, as you can see where they are, they're on a virtual safety car. There's a whole bunch of cars that have not pitted. So they're in front of Daniel under a virtual safety car. It's a 17-second stop given the whole run-through, uh, a 17-second loss of time. So if um, all the guys like Signs and Vettel and all these guys in front of Daniel on track were able to pit under safety car, Daniel would essentially lose that fourth spot that he essentially had. So Hamilton comes in to the pits, gets a pit stop, which puts him out, because he was in third, mm-hmm. puts him out in front of Bottas and Verstappen, who had pitted earlier, and the virtual safety car ends. Is the world's shortest. All the others car. get yeah. no opportunity to get, pit. Exactly, because the virtual safety car only lasted a short period of time. The interesting thing was is that Mercedes wanted Hamilton to stay out longer than Bottas and Verstappen. They actually wanted him to stay on his mediums for as long as The thing possible. was, it was the they right wanted him to get around Verstappen, so yeah. it's a one-two. It was the right strategy because he was he was faster. We were, we were watching a half yeah. second, third of the second, whatever. Yeah. It was only around that point where both Bottas and Verstappen started to match his times. He was on track, I believe, to be ahead of Verstappen and potentially very, very close to Bottas. Mm. So I think if Bottas... He's able to watch this race back through, you know, a neutral lens, which I think would be very difficult as a driver. <laughs> yeah, it would be very You hard. would see that he, well, even without the safety car, even without that advantage, I think Lewis would have stayed out in his in his normal way. He would have asked all the right questions as to what's the gap, what's my time, and he would have he would have progressed. I think he would have got out in front. I think he would have overcut Bottas. Potentially, yeah. potentially. And well, he did, and he with, did, and with and Bottas's and he, alleged damage. Yeah, and, and, he, and he did, well, yes. And even then, he still overcut him by, by the virtue of the virtual safety car. So it worked beautifully into his uh, into his hands. So then we get to, without the without doubt, the greatest piece of team radio this race <laughs> thus far, which is um, Verstappen is, is behind Bottas, who's behind Hamilton. And Verstappen is so close, so close. Touching distance, you know, 0. 0.7, 0. 0.8, 0. 0.9 seconds under DRS, but never enough to get past Trops back to 1.1 because, you know, why would you bother? You can't get to him. And then he's told on the radio, mode 8, overtake, yada, yada. And Max says, mode 8 is the worst ever. <laughs> like, he's just – what did they say? They say, that's very clear. Yeah, yeah. that's very clear. <laughs> Thank you, that's very clear. Um, Connor, you've failed in your duty to give us the Constructors' Chance. I haven't, because you haven't asked before, me yet. Before Sky Sports. You, you haven't first. asked me Renault yet. is into a clear third Cliff on the... by um, one single point. Now, so, oh, let's go through it very clearly. Mercedes, they've won the Constructors' Championship. We know that. Red Bull, second. We know that. Red, Red, Renault well, unless they keep ele- having two DNFs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Renault have um, elevated themselves into third. They were fifth last week. So they've moved up two spots into third, but they're now a single point ahead of both Racing Point and McLaren, who are both on 134 points. So it is very, very tight with four races to go. What, what's uh, Red yeah. Bull on again? 226. They scored oh, okay. no yeah. points tonight. Yeah, I can't see that. In terms, of the, in terms of the Drivers' Championship, basically Hamilton needs to finish. He needs to get 10 points, basically, to wrap up the championship next okay. week. So, Hamilton's the world champion. There's no yeah, let's, let's not worry about that. But it's going to be interesting now to see what happens for the drivers' championship because, well, for, for the remaining places because Bottas is now on 197 points. Verstappen scored nothing tonight. He's on 162. 
So there was a bit of tit and tat because it was it was looking like it was going to be a twenty point gap, maybe fifteen no. points. Not going to happen now. It's not, even, now not even worth it. the only the only battle there is for fourth and and hopefully Daniel can stay 20, ahead. Twenty twenty five points, but it was basically now battle for fourth. Ricardo's now on ninety five. Leclerc's on eighty five. Perez is on eighty two. Norris is on sixty nine. Albon's on sixty four. Gasly's on sixty three. So on track. How much is on Norris on? Sixty four. Oh sorry. Who? Oh Norris sixty nine. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> So on track, Bottas is still in front of Verstappen. He's struggling to get past him. Into the um, second to the last corner, the same place where Leclerc nearly um, hit Daniel, uh, Bottas goes wide on the gravel. Max, uh, so he comes back on a track and Max looks... That was it's some a, good drive. I want to see all yeah. the onboard replays. He, he Max ducks to the inside and then goes, no, stop, stop, stop. I'm going to let him through. So v- Bottas stays in front. Max is on his clacker enough to be like within point. Point one, uh, yeah. a DRS, and then has the DRS, and then gets away, and over many seconds uh, ahead, over a few laps. So he's yeah, clearly got the pace, and that proved that he matu- had the pace. It well, was a very mature move by probably Max. one of Max's most mature moves. Absolutely, and it shows the, the growth that he's had compared to those first few three seasons. years ago. Yeah, he would have just run. He would he would have gone the taken inside. Them both out. Um, Bottas would have known he was right there, and would have taken them both out. And, and we Max would have gone. Money. Well, why didn't you give me more time? Yeah, yeah. Like, why would he give me more space? Well, it all it all basically came off that mistake from at the Ravazza as he was coming out of the Ravazza. So that that's basically how Verstappen managed to get past. And I loved his radio after that move. Send it. <laughs> yeah, very Daniel style radio yeah. though. Um, the strangest occurrence of the race was uh, Magnussen getting a headache. From all the upshifts, <laughs> <laughs> that's very much an it's very much an album. They're racing me too hard moment. Yeah, it's like, dude, um, that's how you get around. You go up and then down, up and then down. So he literally retired. He retired the race because he had a headache. <laughs> he was coming last anyway, I guess. Yeah. I'm hoping to get home and want the action tonight because he's got a headache. <laughs> I mean, it's official. He retired from his job because on the radio they go, "Do you want to retire?" And he goes, "It's my job." And it's like, so you're going to stay out? No, nah, he boxed. <laughs> literally like half a lap later. He, he literally went, oh, it's my job. I have to stay out. No, 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 box, box, box. Um, so that's about as exciting as it got. And to be clear, I think we've made that sound exciting. Yeah. It yeah. was not. There was a few moments of interest, but primarily it was a train, uh, cars following cars how, with great gaps. How are we letting Georgie Russell get out unscathed here? We haven't got to that. Oh, we? sorry. Just sorry. calm. No, just breathe, mate. Calm, just breathe. Calm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. Spoiler alert. Calm your tits, buddy. Wow. Sorry. So, Actually, Max. We've got to talk about your headband. I mean, that bandana headband, there's something wrong there. If you wanted a hat, mate, you just had to ask. You didn't have to wear a, a female <laughs> headband. <laughs> thought it made me look, I thought it made it's, me look mate, pretty. I actually thought it was a bandana. It's a headband with a bow. <laughs> Holy shit. We will well, put, well, i tell you what, we'll put a photo up and put it will on we? now. Did you get one? I, we'll get one. We'll get one and put Not it up sure on the he's going to put them back on. <laughs> so Verstappen's in second. We'll force you to put it back on. Hamilton's leading. Verstappen's in second. Bottas has got a damaged car and can't catch Verstappen. And then Verstappen's rear right tyre fails as he's turning into a chicane. Villeneuve. Villeneuve and chicane. he goes into the gravel and he's out. Hey, this is past George Russell. No, this no, is mate. before. This that is puts before. the safety car out. Oh, sorry, my Get bad. Your, so it's under safety sorry, car. Get yeah, your, look, uh, this Christian. It's under safety car conditions. Get through, your fucking facts through right. which George Russell pulls a Baku Grosjean. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand. And now. warms the tires. Spoiler into the wall. alert: 
We're not up to that yet. Yeah, we are. We are now. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> um, uh, so Georgie Russell smashes into the wall and just goes, oh, I can't say anything. I don't know what to say. I'm out. Um, Perez pits under safety car. Daniel Ricciardo and a few others behind him do not. It's like Leclerc, Albon. Yeah, Dan- critically, Daniel Leclerc and uh, Albon. Is Kvyat in that oh, group? No, as no, well? no. Kvyat, Kvyat did pit. Yeah, he did pit. Um, do, do not pit. Kvyat and Perez do, so they've got fresher tyres. So we're now getting to the point. And the beautiful thing about Russell's little incident, as Harry has multiple times alluded <laughs> to, um, is that it creates a longer safety car by, I reckon, two or three laps, mm-hmm. which gives us five, what did we say? Five laps under five safety laps, car, yeah. uh, under, under green uh, flag conditions. Actually, it was six. Six laps. And that means that. You know, we've got an interesting race ahead. Uh, we've, got, we've got five to six exciting laps of a race. Yep. Uh, the, all eyes are on Perez because he's got these softs on, but actually it's Kvyat who just comes flying Torpedo. through somehow on the, on the restart, gets past enough people for us to go, hang on a minute, he's on Daniel now. And for lap after lap after lap, he has a 0.8, 0.9 or 0.7 gap to Daniel coming out of the last turn, which gives him DRS, but he does not quite have enough. Mm. And it's on the final um, full lap of the straight um, that you know he doesn't get past, and you realise that even though you know there's one more DRS period, it's it's got the start finish line on it. Daniel crosses the line in third place. Lewis Hamilton wins. Valtteri Bottas in second. Daniel Ricciardo in third. And holy mac and cheese balls! That as is a, Daniel another, said, that is <laughs> no, 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 it wasn't holy mac and cheese. Wasn't it holy fucking cheese balls? No, because no. they played it on air. It was holy mac and cheese balls. Oh god, what's going on with me? <laughs> <laughs> You're you okay, mate. You are Probably having not. a shocker That's tonight. the headband. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what a, what, what a season. What a last few races. They put a graphic up on the screen. I don't have it, the data in front of me, but it was like Daniel's last six-odd races were like ninth, sixth, fourth, sixth, third, and now he's got another third. So he's had an absolute cracker last few races, which – you know, Martin Brundle's talking about him being at the peak of his career, and I think that's absolutely right. Yep. Yeah. He, he's on track, you know, a few good more races to finish better in the World Championship than he ever has, even in his best years at Red Bull. Um, you were talking, and I did want to talk about McLaren, uh, Harry. You were talking about McLaren's kind of year, and I said they've had a very downward trend mm. because they started the year so strong. Yeah, because well, it's, it's for them that they're clearly um, preparing themselves for next year when they feel like they've got more of a chance with that Mercedes engine. So all their development right now is gearing towards that car for next year. They're sort of, you know, it looks like they're throwing in a little bit this year. Right. Knowing that the best they could probably get is third or fourth in constructors where maybe they've got their eyes on second place next year. Yeah, maybe they... Tr- yeah. I mean, I'm still very, very nervous about the pairing of a chassis and yeah. a new engine and how that plays out. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe just maybe they planned that well enough so far in advance that it's going to be okay, but that still worries me greatly. So here I was thinking, and I said this at the beginning of the the year when we started this podcast. I I predicted that we we would potentially see maybe a McLaren win. They have fallen off. No, that, and that's my point. It's like, hang on a minute. So I think the problem for a non uh, close observer is they look at Daniel going really well in a Renault, yeah, and the McLaren going not so well. Daniel's about to go there, but what? I think people miss is that Daniel's going to be the senior player. He's going to bring the experience to the team. He's going to bring the drive and motivation to the team. And the car itself is actually, as according to what you say, Harry, is actually being developed for next year. So they may be in a better position than any other manufacturer for yeah, next true. year. So it could be that this is 
a brilliant time for Daniel. Not world championship style because there's no real challenge to Mercedes next no. year anyway because the but rules don't change. But there are the some aero changes Bull. next year. I didn't yes. realise there are a couple of aero tweaks next year um, yeah. to reduce a bit of aero on the car. So theoretically, that closer racing slightly starts to happen next year. Because yeah. look at the, I mean, they're not unmatched, the cars. Apart from, obviously, Mercedes, Mercedes and Red Bull are slightly out there. But the rest of them, solidly matched, could be some really exciting racing. I wonder if, if Daniel's in that McLaren this year, if he'd be going as well as the Renault. Because he, he is definitely a better driver than, than both the, the current McLaren drivers. So yeah. is that the difference right now? But, I, yeah, I think I think the big thing is, yeah, those guys are just keeping their building around what's going to be next year and yeah. not too concerned the rest Which of the year. Which is a smart strategy. And right for now. Renault, that's, they've got the same car next year, so they might as well get what they learn as much as they can now yep. to fit in with the small tweaks they can do And, you know, they're, they're, they're evolving gen- gradually, but I think that, you know, the smart thing for them next year is Alonso will bring whatever Daniel's got and potentially more, yep. so they should be on par to continue this way. And essentially, I think next year we're going to see a lot of Daniel and Alonso. Probably. I think so too. I We're certainly not going to see a lot of um, Lando and Ocon because Ocon's a gibber. Or, or Lando and Signs, I don't think either. No. Well, well, but you know, who's to say that Signs' style isn't yeah. similar to well, Leclerc? In your, I, I haven't world, paid enough attention to his driving styles to see how it compares to Leclerc, but it's definitely very different to to Seb and, and Leclerc. I'd argue Signs is probably more adaptable than Seb. You know, Seb's yeah. old school. He probably you probably can't build. He can't. He can't change himself. Whereas Carlos potentially could change his style in any way. Yeah, I don't know. That's obviously speculation. But he could be. But bit, he could just be playing the backstop at num- as the number two for Ferrari to Leclerc. So you know he would probably have to play the uh, the party line. Really, the the fact is that Alex Albon is gone. Yep. Yeah, there is yep. no that question. Was, about I mean, we said it. We said it many races ago, but we said it certainly last race. And Christian's hinted enough that you know he's he's on his last legs, but he showed nothing in this race that would give you any hope. And his spin was under, entirely his fault Under well. so much pressure. Yeah. Yeah, and that you're right. On the restart of the safety car at the end of the race, he spun without being touched. Yeah. And that's, unex- that's just, you can't excuse uh, that. For a second, I thought he could almost be saved if he was hit by someone else because then you've got the excuse you've got of, excuse, absolutely. you've got like, oh, I could have gained another two spots, but I got taken out with three or four laps to go, but he just took himself out. I, yeah, I, I mean, they have to announce that soon. But maybe they'll wait till the end of the year just to because why? Why do they need to do it? Why do they need to announce it now? Does it help them in any way announcing it? No. 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 Um, their only options are Hulk, Perez, and just a random, which I don't think they'll do. They I don't. don't do I that. don't think they would could because it's very clear now that Gasly's locked in for Alpha Tauri. It's very clear that the Japanese guy Yuki is going to be funded by Honda. But for, but um, hel- um, out. helmet. Yeah, I know. But they just want one year of. And if he yeah. proves himself, then maybe he'll just prove himself. Well, right? I would still, you know, even though he's had a shocking year, I still wouldn't mind seeing Albon in the AlphaTauri again with Gasly. No, I don't. No, he's gone. He's what? gone. He's gone. He's, he can't. He, he doesn't hack it. But he's obviously got the yips or, or something going on there. If he can get in that car, and you're and get right. A bit the of argument back. that he should be punted from the sport is tough because Gasly performed look at, look the at same. His return. And he, he returned. And now he, Gasly's arguably maybe the fifth best driver on the grid now. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. Because of that Honda push for that young bloke, I just feel like they're going to... How, how much sway do they have? The, well, the, negoti- they've Renault, the reason uh, they've got Red sway is because they want... Red Bull want to continue the Honda the program, IP. right? Yeah. yeah. So they, they're going to say, listen, we'll take your boy. You pay for him. You pay the whatever, yeah. you know. And you're going to help us build... You're gonna We're going to take over your engine team. Because the thing about being an engine manufacturer or supplier is... 
there are extra resources, I'm assuming. Yeah. yeah. Because obviously you're creating a power plant. So they would get those extra people. It's not like they have to do build the engines as part of but their team. But then also team. Honda said part of that thing was they wanted to take that expertise back in-house to, to their road the road company. So how many of those, those Honda engineers are they going to keep? Well, uh, I, who well, knows? I, well, who knows? But let's face it. I don't think Red Bull would want to get back into a kind of partnership with Renault given no. the toxicity. Well, that, that, I mean, they've said there's no doubt that they're, they're f- far and away their biggest priority is to keep the Honda engine and continue that development through to the next rule change, which is like 2024-25. Yeah. I think that's a massive stretch for them. And if I'm Max Verstappen, I'm pulling the pin. If you if they don't get the Honda engine? No, if they, it, frankly, no matter what. What's he going to do? Where's he going? Well, that's that's his biggest problem right now. I mean, he's, he's not, he's, he can put up with one year. He's not going to Mercedes. Lewis is not going to allow him no. at, at no Mercedes. Way. Mercedes is going to want George Russell. Um, Verstappen is actually in a really bad position career-wise. Yeah, because he's... For what? someone that's hyped as being the next Lewis-style, you know, multiple yeah. world champion, it's not on the radar for him. Would uh, Would Daddy Stroll kick out, kick out his son? To get... Max, Max Verstappen. Look, I guess if the if Seb does okay next year, then do you put Verstappen and Seb next to each other then, or the year after? And then Toto moves over 2022. To the Aston Martin team. Yep, and then you've got Max Verstappen to lead the team for eight straight consecutive titles. Maybe. Yeah, that could work. I like your chess thought. Yeah, it is a very good but thought. That assumes a lot of moves come your way in the meantime, including is that sp- team doing well. Is there a sports bet market on it? I reckon if you rang them, they'd give you one. <laughs> they'd give you one. I reckon they do. That's your task next week. For the next Find two that weeks, actually. It's yes. a very Create a market. <laughs> that um, is your task. But, you know, I just think it's really hard for us. You know, imagine being Max. Like, I just think he would you, you, he, he would keep him up at night going, when am I going to win? Yeah. He, he And I respect, uh, you know, it's never been my ability to kind of, you know, vision board style Oprah, you know, wish something on. But, you know, you've got to say... Lewis has always said you got a dream and you got to you fight yeah. your dreams and you win them. I believe Max is he doesn't articulate it that way, but I believe Max is absolutely believes he can be world champion and will be. And he, and I think he will be. Every every season that he's not is a problem for him. So I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how that goes. The bigger bigger one for me is Daniel. You know, if he's got two strong years at McLaren. Now, if those years are strong, strong, I actually see McLaren holding on to both of them for yeah. as long as which, they can. Which I yeah. think is their, their plan. In, in a Raikkonen style, yeah. right? Raikkonen today was setting fastest laps, driving very well, and it's clear that he has not lost it. He's just simply in the wrong car. Yeah, yes. But for the car that he's got, he was doing amazing things. Now, does Daniel want to be that kind of guy? I don't think so. I think Daniel would bail from the from the championship as soon as he realizes that it's all over for him. Daniel and Daniel create wants a new life. Yeah, Daniel wants to win races. Let's face it. He he is craving to win races and, you know, I think for him going to McLaren next year in his perspective is the best chance and probably the last chance. 2022 is the most important year for Formula 1 and for the drivers that we're seeing today because the rule changes should create better racing different style, it should narrow the field, all that stuff, right? So it should actually put a lot more back into the drivers. That's the year that Daniel wants to know yeah. where he sits. If he still sits in the top four, he, he sticks around for another couple of years. It's probably going to be like Mark. He'll probably leave at the next major rule change. Yeah. Mark Mark just didn't want to so drive 20, the hybrid engines so and the different tyres. 25, 26 or whatever he's out. Yeah. Which, which sort of fits his time because he, he'll be 36 then. Yeah. Time to is, go out, so live the life, start go, a family, do whatever. High. Like yeah. if you, well, that late 30s is when they start to, you see. Start it doesn't strike me as someone that will do another sport, another category. 
You, no. reckon, you reckon Ricardo won't do anything else after? No, he strikes me as a guy that will just do I wonder if he do, fashion he, label he and loves, fucking music. He loves the US. He might do indie. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, that after his Formula 1 career? Maybe just a token season. Or I, guess, token I season, guess friggin' yeah. Alonso did it. Yeah. Just do yeah. the 500. Do the 500 yeah, or maybe the do, experience. Or do a full season of IndyCar. He oh, might I do that's a stretch. I don't know. He might enjoy it. He's got to get a seat first. Yeah, you would, there's plenty. Old oh, man getting a seat in Indy, not easy. Not I, easy. I, don't, I don't think he would have a problem, though. You don't think so? No, I don't no. think so. Okay. I th- he, he, would, he would be very marketable, particularly yeah. in the yeah, United he, States. Yeah, he is marketable. He loves the States, so he could really play it up. Fascinating, really, isn't it? I mean, it's weird because, you know, in our lives, you're just kind of thinking about, you know, the next month. Not yeah. You don't really think about five years in advance I, and I stuff. I have no idea what I'm doing in, the, in six years' time. No, I mean, I, I, you think about it when you get to my age, you start <laughs> to think about it. Because here's how I think about it. I think about it in the, in the sense of, and I've talked about this with Fennec, um, you know, we're not travelling right now. I don't see much travel in 2021 right. at all. And by tw- late 2021, 22, um, my kids, my my youngest is ten and turning eleven, and you're kind of like that's the point where you can walk home on your own. You can mm. look after yourself at home. So it's like, do you need babysitters, and do I need to be home? And you know, there's a whole bunch of things that change. <laughs> it gets really interesting. But fuck, apart from you know speculating on sports stars' careers, there's no real thought goes into you know the average humans. You know, maybe mm. that's the problem with the average humans; they don't think maybe we like need sports to be stars. About maybe we need to be. You know, planning the, the next five years of our careers. Well, I, well, I was talking about mine before. When I <laughs> yeah. when I get really rich, it's going to happen. Don't know how. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. I'm going to buy the safety car driver's seat in Formula One. Yeah. I don't know how much I need to pay the FIA, but it's happening. You know what you'd be like? What? Connor will know his name. <laughs> the bloke that binned the the Corvette, or was it the uh, or the Camaro in the Indy in the? They put an Indy car. It was like a Corvette or a Camaro. Like, first time it had been on track and they put it out of the safety car and some dude fucking just oh, beat yeah. it into the wall. I don't even know who that person is. On the opening is, lap sorry. was. Mate, find out. It's a disgrace that you don't. That'd be me. All right, I'll find <coughs> out now. But that'd be you. I paid for the car, so I don't care. Yeah, you got you got the opportunity. But you wouldn't have the respect of Burt Mylander. I don't need it. I'm the fucking safety car driver. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'd take Michael Massey's job. Oh, yeah. You know what? In thinking about it, I, it, it would be a dream to follow the circuit in yeah. some capacity. Yeah. Just no doubt because it's just such a great global sport. It is such a circus. It'd be your whole oh, life. Exactly. Though. You couldn't have anything okay. else going on. No, well, I'd, obviously, that's when the kids have moved out and my wife's yeah. given up on me, so <laughs> why not? It was a GM executive <laughs> that you. crashed the safety car. Mark Roos was his name, head of product development that's it. for General Motors. What a dickhead. He you fucked that up him. big time. Oh, yeah, Look him. up Mark Roos. I feel like he's an Aussie or something, or he ran Australia, Honda, Holden Australia or something. Oh, you're thinking of the design guy, aren't you? Mark, no, I, I feel like there's a link there. Anyway. Um, no, he was born in Michigan in the United States. Yeah, but in his, check his career. Did he come to here or do uh, anything? Let's anyway, have a look. Let's have a look. He's been interviewed recently and someone yes, brought it up. Yes, he did. He, was, he, was, he served as the chairman and managing director of General Motors Holden Boom. between February 2008 to September 2009. And then he binned the safety car. Down when his career. <laughs> so, look, I think that was interesting. So, Connor, the most important uh, part of this is well, the, the other thing that you bring to the show is what the fuck's next? we got a week off next week, boys. So, oh, yes, uh, baby. Yep, and then we're back on the 15th of That's November. That's lucky because I'm away next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, so, next, so two weeks' time, 15th of November, the Turkish Grand Prix at Istanbul. So, 10 past 10 start time. So 10 past 10. 10 past 10. Jesus. Last, last early start of the year, and that'll be the last European race of the year. So, uh, last European race, yeah, because then we go off to well, technically it's Middle East, but it's the uh, Middle East is in Europe, 
Well, I don't know. But, but Which continent are they in then? I don't know. Well, it's t- well, they're in Turkey, and then they'll go to Bahrain for the remaining... <laughs> I think it's racist that we don't call that European. Yeah. Oh. Isn't Turkey Asia? What, mate? Aren't they like... No, nah, I'm not... No, that's not that's not <laughs> Your start. year 12 geography... No, no, like it's on the border of Europe and Asia, and don't they decide... Is it, though? I thought they just changed their mind with who they want to be associated with them when it makes sense. Hang on, that's, I, a, that's I, the first time I've heard of that, but I... Didn't just do geography. Me. It's a transcontinental country. Oh, bullshit. On, it's located there we go. in Western... Wow, that's a good trivial pursuit. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Located mainly on the Antonolian Peninsula in Western Asia with a smaller portion of the Balkan Peninsula in southeastern Europe. That's Victory! Why say, that's why I say it's the last European race of the season. Then they're off to the Middle East for Bahrain. And well, hang on. What fucking continent is Bahrain in? Middle East. Oh, that's, that's not a continent. Oh. <laughs> All right. Let's have a look then. Well, it's not Africa. Oh. it's history, uh, not history, geography lesson on yeah. this podcast. What's in the Persian? Do you know that? Do you know they don't call it history anymore? What do they school? call it? I said to my son today, "What's your what, what assessment are you doing?" He says, "I'm doing an assignment for Hizzy." Hizzy. Hizzy. It stands for something else. It's like it's a whole bunch of things bundled together. What's the what are the other things? I don't know, mate, because I don't pay attention. Oh, that's good. For, that's good for Jackson. Does let, listen to this just, show, so he'll tell me. Let's just say that they are in the Middle East, so we're off to the Middle East. For no, the mate, that's not what I fucking asked. Oh, all right, I'll look it up then. <laughs> just Bahrain <laughs> continent. Yeah, what continent is Bahrain? Let's ask Siri. Uh, no, don't ask Siri. What continent is Bahrain? It's in Asia. It's in Asia. Really? Yes, it is. It's amazing. There you go. It is in Asia. I would never have picked that. It is. Yep, that's what it says here. Uh, well, there you go, anyway. people. You learn something every time you listen to the EFTM Formula 1 podcast, mainly from Conor McNally because he <laughs> is a brainiac. Thank you. Who needs the internet to find out what continent <laughs> reigns in, but then again, neither none of us knew either. I Harry, you win geography for today because you knew that Turkey was a transcontinental. Or is it jizzy now? No, that didn't sound good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I said Turkey was trans. I was going to say Turkey was trans, and I thought probably drop off on that. Anyway, oh, thanks for listening. Late. Thanks <laughs> for <laughs> downloading, and uh, we'll be back again next week. No, in two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks with the Turkish. Is it called the Turkish? It is the Turkish. They've just gone with a traditional name for this one. <laughs> yes, oh, that's, the that's D- good. The DHL Turkish Grand Prix. That's great. What's the second Bahraini Grand Prix called? Sakia, because that's in the, the Sakia. Re- Sakia, yeah, because it's in What's the. What's he re- saying? That is it what it's called. No, no. Hey, I work, put a lot of effort into this place. Yeah. And do you think it sucks here? <laughs> That's what he said. I didn't Jeez, say that. Man, I gave you a hat and everything. He said that. Far out. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back again uh, at the Turkish Grand Prix, the DHL Turkish Grand Prix. <laughs>